All right. Hi, everybody. This is Melissa. I'm joined by Shelly Aldridge and Elizabeth Lake from Elizabeth Lake Interiors in Sacramento. So hi, ladies. Hi. Um, so my burning question, our burning question, Elizabeth, is 2,700 or 3,000 Kelvin? So there is not a clear answer there. It I use both. And it really depends on the house. Um, most of the time, the age of the house, because in my business, I work in so many old homes, like 95% of my business are homes that are between 80 and 100 years old. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm dealing with lower ceilings. I'm dealing with a lot of times warmer architectural elements that are, you know, they kind of require me to use more of a 2700K. Um, mm -hmm. If I'm doing a newer, more modern house or a house that we've just, you know, they have gone wildly modern in, I will use 3000. I prefer it on art, but sometimes mm -hmm. it just doesn't work in these older homes. So if I had my druthers, 3000, um, but most of the time it's, it's, it, there isn't a hard and fast rule on that. So I'm sure that's not the answer we're looking for probably, but that's, it's, no. it also depends on the brand. Like there are brands out there that I think their 2,700 is way too orange. Mm -hmm. So and mm -hmm. I don't know, you know, do people want that specificness of it? Cause there's one brand I won't use their 2,700. I gotcha. All right. Well, we won't ask you about that brand okay. this episode. We'll probably have you back. And when we talk brands, when we get a little okay. more down and dirty with the brands. Okay. Um, so that brings, that brings me to our second question. So where are you located that you have all these old homes and can you tell us how you got into, into interior design? How did you become an interior designer and, and what is your background? Okay. Um, I live in Sacramento, California, and I live in a neighborhood called East Sacramento. Um, and it is just east of like the downtown Midtown core. Um, it's a neighborhood where they started building homes in the late teens, early twenties and finished, they kind of started moving east and they finished in the early 1950s at the further, okay. at the furthest east end. Um, so it's a neighborhood that's very like the houses are very different from each other. You go down the street, it's very like it's like going back in time. The trees canopy over the streets. None, there's no consistency in architecture. Every house is different and they vary in size from like I live in a 996 square foot house and they range mm -hmm. up to maybe there's there's a few that are about 4000. Um, but most are in the 2,500 range in, and the lot we're fairly tightly packed. Like the lots are not tiny, but they're not huge. Right. So that's kind of right. that's the description yeah. of the neighborhood. If you saw Lady Bird, the movie Lady Bird, it took yeah. place in this neighborhood. Nice. Um, cool. And is that where you went to school? Is that where you went to design? Uh, to I did. Degree? So my, my degree is in interior architecture. Um, and I did go to Sac State. Um, I had moved away and actually commuted here because it was the only program that had a double accreditation and I really wanted to learn. So I commuted for a lot of years because it's a five-year degree. So it was a long road. Um, oh, wow. Yes. Um, but once I made the decision that that was what I wanted to do with my life, like 
it's what needed to be done. So I did it. Um, how I, how I knew I wanted to be a designer. When I was a kid, I went to, my parents took me to Hearst Castle and I fell in love with it. And the fact that the architect was a female just like interested me even more. And I was already interested in houses. Like my mom says that, you know, other kids had coloring books and I had like drafting books and I would design houses. I would draw floor plans. Oh, <laughs> So she has all of these old, like, like spiral bound, you know, drafting books where I've like, and I would overlay like the, um, the floors on top of each other. Oh God. Yeah. And then I would build them out of Legos. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> You're hardcore. I, I, that's amazing. But okay. even with all so, of that, I never thought I'd do it for a living. It's not, hmm. I know it's weird. It, it never seemed like something you could make money doing in my mind. You know, I was supposed right. to be like a doctor or a lawyer, or a, you know, mm -hmm. yes, mm -hmm. you know, the, right. Acceptable, right socially I mean. acceptable professions, right? right. Um, but interior design actually really is. And, and I know, um, full disclosure, I know Elizabeth. Um, I've known her for many years. And so she has a unique um, background in that you, uh, I know you because you, you've been in lighting in the past. Yep. So, um, yes. How does that? How does the lighting part, how does that affect everything? Oh my you, God. Your design. The lighting thing is everything. So I went into lighting because I was really feeling like in my designs that I didn't know what I was doing from a lighting standpoint. I didn't think my classes were that good. They were, they were really quite lacking actually, truthfully. Um, Interesting. So I thought, you know, I'm going to get a job with a lighting company and learn it a year, maybe two. And then I've got that in my toolbox. And so I started with lumens when they were still a startup. I mean, they were just a baby company. Like they had a handful of items online and a showroom. And mm -hmm. so, um, I ran the retail side of their business for a very long time. I ended up staying far longer. I stayed 10 years. Um, the first four, I was just managing the showroom. And then after that, I was doing lighting design because by then I'd learned it. And so I did um, residential mostly and, a f and some restaurants back then. Mm -hmm. um, and so I stay, you know, in the end I stayed because I had stock and I, <laughs> right right the I money right that out um no no we're gonna keep it all it's all fodder for the for the towel look um yeah so you you definitely have a strong you're different from a lot of interior designers that probably Shelly and I work with because of that lighting background and um so it it probably so is lighting um does so Shelly, maybe you want to ask the question the way you want to ask it. I don't want to put words in your mouth about lighting and design and where it comes in. Yeah, I was just wondering. I, I sometimes seems like that maybe it's a last afterthought. This is everything from residential up, you know. So I was wondering if you take it through the from the beginning process up 
not just on the decorative, but the recess and accenting. And sometimes I see there's a lot of decorative use, but not as not enough architectural used. If you just kind of look through all of that, you take it from the beginning process. And then also if your client is understanding of how the lighting works or if they're even interested. So I think sadly too often it's an afterthought. And if I'm brought into a project later, it is, and I'm fighting to change things that had already been put into motion. Mm -hmm. um, if I'm brought in from the beginning, it's one of the very, it's, it's probably aside from, you know, just if we're moving walls, if we're adding on, once we figure that out, it's the very first thing I do. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because I want to control what kind of lighting goes in there, where it goes and get everybody on board early because contractors tend to use what they know, which is crap from Home Depot. And I just, right. I won't, yeah. I don't allow it. <laughs> well, I mean, I find sometimes a lot of times the designers do just let the electrician um, specify what they uh -uh. want to keep where I'm finding a trend starting with their education and the more they're educating that it's nice when you hold your specification, you say, this is why I want you to use it. So that's why I was curious. Yes, I'm, and people kind of know, um, my business is 100% referral. So they've seen my work and it's a discussion we have on day one, literally on day right. one about the importance of it. And, you know, if you're going to spend the money and a lot of the remodels I'm doing are million plus and, mm -hmm. If you know you're gonna have a multi-million dollar house, you can't put fifty dollar cans in there. No, right, right. No, it's it's not a good. It's it it actually makes um, it look like there's something wrong with it. Sometimes maybe you've even it gone really into does. a place where it's like there's something is wrong with my house, and it's and it's I don't the, know what it is. Yeah, because right. it looks like a Seven Eleven. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's true. So um, what uh, I, I want to talk about trends a little bit, and mm -hmm. we're kind of entering into a period, well, we've been in a period, you know, with, with COVID where people have been spending a lot of uh, time and money on their houses. Now we're entering into a period of kind of unknown economics. And um, I think everybody's kind of a little bit um, more conservative in what they're doing with their homes. Do you see the design trend shifting from what was going on during COVID to what's starting to happen now, or is it the same? Do, do you see any, anything changing because of the changing situation? Right. Um, so I'm hearing of things, I'm hearing talk in, in reading articles and things like that, that things are changing. People are paring down, people are scaling back. Um, my business is a little bit different in that the, the people that I'm working with are more established financially. And um, so no, I'm not seeing any paring back, no slowing down, like I'm juggling, as you know, Melissa, way too many projects. Like it, and right. it's not, I'm just not seeing it at all. Um, so, but news. it doesn't mean it's not happening elsewhere. And it doesn't mean I'm 
not terrified it's going to happen here too. We're not seeing it in the Carolinas yet either, but we do have a lot of people moving here and we've actually seen the um the growth of better architectural lighting coming more and more into play. So I wonder if it's just through education that designers are realizing that they want to take that over instead of and making mm -hmm. it important. I I'm I hope so. Because it's it's just, it is so important. I mean, you spend all this money doing these beautiful things, and then you can't see them. Absolutely, that's right. Money. right. All the money, you know, a lot of money on kitchens where the cabinets are never lit. I was always taught, don't look at the floor. You're not lighting the floor, so let's light things first. <laughs> yep, it's absolutely true. Good, good. That is, that is true. So, um, with do you, are you what kinds of design trends are you seeing then with your people um what's coming up what what is going out of style if oh, anything is I think the, the gray walls are leaving the building I think we're all if I have to do another kitchen with gray walls and white shaker cabinets I'm gonna scream um <laughs> I would say um I'm I'm seeing a lot more whites and neutral tones on the walls variations on white moving if they're if it's a gray it's a much warmer gray almost leaning to like mm -hmm. a grayish ish um cabinetry I'm still we do a lot of white here just because it's it's classic but I'm trying to steer away from the shaker at least to me they're a nightmare to clean so <laughs> at the very mm -hmm. very lowest level of that like I'm you know, I at least add a bevel in there or, you know, I like to play with cabinet face styles a little bit more right. now. And so I'm kind of able to talk people into at least considering something else now. I think people are sick of looking at it. And so that's, that's changing a little bit. Um, wood tones. I'm doing a little bit more of those, a lot of white Oak at the moment. Hmm. um at least here and I don't know what's happening elsewhere um both in kind of like a a very light you know not adding too much stain to really making them super dark um but hmm. not a lot in between if that makes sense so they're either really light or they're really dark and not too much in the middle interesting um mm -hmm. a lot more um things are it's very textural clay you know a lot of pottery and clay and kind of organic shapes and it's all textural um which makes the lighting even more important exactly <laughs> it absolutely does and i'm yeah, you know, if you're not I'm using color into doing you know sculptural things on the wall that then i can mm -hmm. you know i can graze it and it looks really cool Right, right. right. You start to see the dimensions because things are shadowing and uh, exactly such a dramatic, uh, so dramatic. I love it when that's done right. Yes, but right. it often right. gets overlooked. Often gets overlooked. Yeah. It, it, too often, too often. Yeah. Interesting. And do you subscribe to the theory? This is this is a an art historical perspective, but it's maybe carries into design and maybe not, maybe I'm totally wrong. When things get when people get a little get sort of nervous about the state of the world, whatever level, do you see default back to more classic 
um, rather than experimenting with a little bit more wild, do people, do you have to coax people into something a little bit um, outside of the boundaries? Are, are people, do people sort of eat with, at whatever spending level they have, you know, it, even at the level that you're working with, with these larger remodels, are they moving back towards classic shapes or are they still happy to experiment? I would say I'm seeing a little bit of movement towards classic shapes, but um, not a ton. Um, I think that, it, yeah, no, I maybe a little bit, but not a ton. I think people okay. are still willing okay. to experiment a little bit, or at least I push them mm -hmm. to. Yeah. Get out well, decorative fixture, I've always had the motto that you can change that up easier. I, you know, and I tell them that, like, I, I, and I've always used the decorative lighting pieces as, like, the finishing, like, it's the necklace, it's the, it's the jewelry. Right, right. And mm -hmm. you can mm -hmm. keep everything else super simple and timeless, and let's have fun, you know, let's have fun with that dining room fixture, let's have fun with a fixture over your island over your tub right that kind of a thing right right, yes. right. okay and I, I this might be something I don't know if you're actually able to answer this or not do, because maybe all your projects are based on the west coast but do you think there's a big difference between you know, it used to be like west coast was way ahead and and like 10 years ahead of the of the east coast yeah. with exception of New York, but the rest of the country, do, do you think that that still holds true or do you I, I think, think it's less there's true. less of it? I think it's less true. I think the East Coast is catching up for sure. I don't mm -hmm. think that there's that lag anymore as much, maybe a little bit, but not, not from what I'm seeing. And I subscribe to like, I get Southern living just so I can <laughs> see oh, what, yeah. you know, what's going on in the South or, you know, in the Eastern South. And um, I'm seeing things that I'm seeing here. So it's, okay. yeah, I don't think that lag is, at, and I'm not speaking from things I've seen in person because I haven't traveled that direction since pre-COVID, but <laughs> from a, from a shelter magazine standpoint, yes. not as much. Do you see right. more people integrating systems like where it's taking over the house and making it a smart system or do you still see people just a wall unit is good they can control it from there uh more systems for sure and part i mean part of that's that i push it okay because it makes it easier for them if it's set up properly in the long run and usually i can sell them on the security aspect of it because most of the systems have like a in a way like if you're on vacation it will it right. will put lights on and off randomly and make it look more like your home people like that so i'll start like with that and then the other subsequent pluses of it they enjoy them that's great that's right great. right that's good. I, I, it seems like there's the technology is better to integrate different things too now, where before they were super fussy with each other. I but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that that may that it's getting better. Yeah, things are you things can, are still fussy, but most of it's over. You know, you can overcome it. 
Right, right. And then I just want to ask about California because we're special, as you know, um, in California. Very. And how does um, all the code, like the tight, we have a code which we, we will talk about called Title 24, which is a requirement for lighting um, and energy efficient lighting, which which is why we use, we often use a we are often, even if we did not want to, we're use a lot of recess, but um, for ways of lighting the home and keeping with the energy efficacy codes, do yeah. you, is that difficult? Are you finding any issue with that? Is everyone pretty much on board? Can you find all the products you want, at least in lighting um, that are Title 20, that are code compliant? Oh yeah, like it's night and day from what it was even five years ago, like I have no problem. People are on board with LEDs now because they're really, they're, they mimic an incandescent really well. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And our codes have changed here to the point where, you know, there was a point where I would have to add, I would stick lighting in every nook and cranny I could that was energy right. in order to get to be able to use that mm -hmm. one or two decorative fixtures that I didn't want LED because they were going to be the pretties and you know the the mm -hmm. um the LEDs weren't pretty back then <laughs> so um but now I can they've changed it you know they had a bunch of base you know lamping base requirements and things and it's it's mm -hmm. no longer like that um so I can really do what I want now and can find fixtures that work. That's a relief. Yeah. After oh many God. years of kind of struggle. Oh, yeah, of ugliness. I have to go backwards. Like, okay, so if I want this right. chandelier and it's this many Watts, then I have to double that. And I mean, I was sticking lighting everywhere and it was using more energy. Like it was having mm -hmm. the opposite effect that it was supposed to. Exactly. Exactly. Like our whole thing here is energy efficacy. Yeah. And you're, and you're like loading the place up with light fixtures to get the light fixtures that you want. Yeah. It's kind of counter. It was counterproductive. Totally counterproductive. Yeah. But I think they finally figured it out that. I think so too. I think yeah. so too. We're going to do a whole, um, a whole, at least one module on codes because I'm, I'm, I keep telling Shelly, it's coming to a theater near you. I mean, our yeah. codes are traveling, you know, they're on has the it, boot, Has so. it not arrived on the East coast yet? I'm totally unaware of what's going on in other States. So. Right. It depends on the application. It depends on, you know, if it's commercial, if it's residential, our residentials don't tend to be as strict on that commercial, like commercial, that's definitely a whole different beast as far as our watts per square foot and our, yeah. So okay. it just depends on the application there, but we're not quite there. I mean, I would say that most of our homes are using integrated LED recess. But then again, I say that there are still some that just screw that light bulb in. So mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. it could be an LED light bulb, but they're still using a recess can and screwing the light bulb in. Yeah, They're looking at a cost efficiency there, but not realizing that the lamp is not going to last as long, but yeah, not even close. And right. you have to right. use, like, I am not a fan of large cans. And so the led has a lot, you know, I don't use anything that's more than two inch. So, well, we do still have quite a few that will specify on the residential side, the six inch can. Oh my so God. I put a call last week as an architect. And I was like, you don't need six inch anymore. You know? So we've gotten them to four. And now right. it's like, you're now getting we get there and we get to you, but <laughs> they just, you know, they kind of crank out exactly what they've known. And so yeah. it's, 
Right. It's all about what they know and they don't, I, it's just an unawareness of, they're just not aware of what's out there even what's available and what it can do. Yeah. Right. 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 And the recess is getting smaller and smaller. So four is the new six, two is the new four, you know, just getting, right. it's getting better and better. And, and now and there's we'll a one that's really good. I know there's a one. It's so, beautiful. okay. Yeah. So without naming names that what the one inches are really, some of the one inches that are coming out are just like super cool um, and give a lot of light output. Um, it's amazing. The light that's coming out of them. Do you, mm-hmm. I'm just curious from a design perspective, a one inch fixture on a really tall ceiling do you feel that looks a little out of place or do you think that okay it's just it's good up there so um a showroom here in sacramento installed them on a fairly high ceiling fairly high um and i don't think you know what i don't it disappears so much okay that it's 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 almost like it's not there if that okay. makes sense. So it really mm-hmm. wasn't on. Mm-hmm. I kind of wondered that. And um, it's rare I ever have a ceiling that's high enough, you know, that's even right. close to what they they installed them at. But yeah, no, it was really okay. Okay, good. That's Just interesting. That's that. really interesting. So, and, and Shelly and I have talked about this a little bit too. Are you seeing like, we, you know, we, we have so many options in recess and really people, this is sort of the, the layer one for them, for their house. Sometimes it's the only layer in their house, but it's often like really meant to light pretty much everything in the house. Um, Are you seeing a, a trend where they're using decorative like in a hallway or something instead of recess like they're sick of uh they don't want they want to interrupt it with something like a cylinder or decorative something are you seeing that trend at all yeah or are people wanting well and i'm i i liked i tend to do that i like to just sort of sprinkle some decorative around the house and often i'll do it in a hallway but i always mix it but I only put aim, I do adjustables in hallways only mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and aim it at the art. And then, um, then I'll usually add a semi flush or a flush that's cool for, you know, just a little more ambient light and just some interest. Yes. So it doesn't right. feel like a runway. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. The runway. Yeah. We have the runway inside and then the runway on the driveway too. Oh, yeah. So some, some people are. Yeah. into into the not the aeronautical uh the, the theme and they just keep doing that so Absolutely. it's interesting one one client at a time right um, you know what um so uh yeah and um and you're an amazing designer i i, I can speak i've seen some of elizabeth's work i've seen her own home um i've seen you redo homes so to end this um super fun conversation uh, do you want to give us some information about your company and uh, how to get a hold of you, your yeah. website, all that fun stuff? Oh, my great website that I have so much time to take photos for. <laughs> Melissa the knows portfolio that, girl. Yeah, she knows that the portfolio is not my superpower. The whole like getting, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I finish it and then I'm on to the next and I don't, right. yeah, I'm. I'm working on that. I think I'm just, I I've given up on myself and somebody else is going to be responsible for that. So I will give you my, my website information, but don't hold it against me. Um, okay. no so my, my website is my company name, which is Elizabeth Lake interiors.com. Um, and I am in Sacramento, California. And so you can 
you can email me from that. If you go to the site, there's a thing where you can click and contact me. My phone number's on there. You can always call. Um, and We're going to put a link in too in the bottom with your information too. Do you do work outside of Sacramento or are you, do you pretty much stick to that area? I will. Yeah. I'm doing, um, I'm doing some stuff in Tahoe now. Um, I've done in Napa. I've done, um, I've got one in Lodi right now, which is super interesting, right? Who knew? Oh, wow. Lodi, the new wine um, capital of the world. Right? Oh, yes. Um, and I also, like, I helped a client that I had done their house here. They bought a little um, house in Tuscany, Italy. Oh, wow. And so wow. I did it, but I did it totally remotely. I haven't even been there. <laughs> I need to wow. Go. Well, I think if, if you used any of my lending, I think we need to do a field trip, right? To get some photography. I think so, right? It feels like a write-off something. <laughs> I think so. I think a write-off is in the future. We should do anyway, it. Anyway, we should. We absolutely should. Shelly, yeah. you, you know, if you need a field trip we, to get there some we designs for your website, <laughs> yeah. we, can, we can. Italy, here we come. Here I see come. it. Um, okay. All right. Well, I think we... we um, we are out of time um, because everybody has to get, get to their next appointment. But um, Elizabeth, I want to thank you so much for coming oh, on course, and, course, and agreeing to be our guest. <laughs> and uh, we are going to let you and everybody know when this episode will, um, will drop and we'll link all the information in the bottom. Um, any, any, any final thoughts for anybody? Shelly, do you have any final questions? Are we good? Thank you for being on. I just love hearing okay. your design perspectives from the um, opposite coast just to see where things line up. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah she's a great, she's, she's, she has a great person to ask for all of these things because she has the, she has it all, including lighting background. So that's really helpful for us to know what's going on. So thank you. Thanks everybody. And everybody have a great rest of the day and weekend. Okay. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.